Oh. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> ah, here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. Hard right. Hard right. Or you could call it great. Um, How many jacks must one man fall? Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So I, I leave for a week, and this is the crap that we have to deal with. Yeah, we got bored. We didn't we got bored. It actually sounded better earlier. It's it's it's, a, it's improving actually. Yeah. I, th I think you guys, you guys need my level of criticism that I normally bring on a regular basis. <laughs> you know, really, uh, I think you missed the part where Nick serenaded us with. So, dear little Ramblecast, sweet little Ramblecast, <laughs> my little Ramblecast, I love you. <laughs> I like that. That's nice. Yeah, very good. See, we should just start with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do it again. <laughs> and go. Do it again. Start right now. Because we're not, we're, not, we're not recording it. I see live right now. What are you talking about? Don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that's, I, just, that's just nothing. Just go ahead and hit, hit. Do it again. It's like an icon. I just I, I can put it up there. I can take it off if I want. I'm not singing yeah. the whole song. You're crazy. No, just, but you can you just sang it before we started. He didn't hear me. You walked off. It was just Matt and I. Yeah, but I was—I I heard the end. I came back to hear the end. What? What do you want to hear? S serenade me, Nick. Serenade me as you did before. <laughs> I'll just sing the last verse then. Jack's like, you're playing it for him. You can play it for me. Exactly. Yeah. My little buttercup has the sweetest smile. Dear little buttercup, won't you stay a while? You and I will settle down in a cottage built for two of you, little buttercup, sweet little buttercup, my little buttercup, I love you. So, you all right, let, let me talk that about this. That was really good. So, here's the deal. Um. I never knew you had that in you, Nicholas. There's a lot of hidden things you don't know about me. That was actually very sweet. Well, keep most of those things hidden. Yeah. And I think I think the uh, <laughs> the, 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 Ram the Ramble, uh, Ramblecast fans might be swooning right now into the yeah. Mm. I think we just doubled our listenership. We definitely did, and so we got, I we can got say two? that that was yeah. that was that, that was a that was a true delight and an unexpected surprise to come from you. Oh. Not to not to criticize what Matt's like got a little backhanded compliment you gave you there, like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. come from no, you. I'm I'm glad that, <laughs> I'm glad that Nick was able to to uh, to bring it back because earlier, you know, we were just kind of hanging out before we hit record, and Jack wandered off. Nick's Nick's playing, I'm writing, you know, and it just was kind of a, a nice like subtle moment right before the podcast began, and you know, nobody really kind of heard all. So of that, so, so so it was nice that Chris and I weren't here, is what you're saying. Yeah, that's, well, that's but, exactly but that Nick was able is this, to is this, this going to be like, oh, wait, hold on a second. Show. Hold on a second, Matt. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Matt. Are you trying to turn this into Owen Baruch or trying to kick uh, Chris and I out? <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds <laughs> like it. That's not at all what I'm saying. I just uh, Before I, we were recorded, Jack left, Chris wasn't here, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I heard. Well, That's all I heard. <laughs> no respect, Jack. No. I know. I, I it is what it is. What are you gonna do? Did you guys see happen to see the uh, comments of the latest broadcast though, where Matt is officially now the fifth broadcaster and he thanked them for it. Oh boy. I did <laughs> see that. I did see that. Yeah, I, 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 is that, is that I, a thing? Is that for real? Yeah, because Jay's the fourth broadcaster and Matt's the fifth. They, well, they, I'm I'm on Twitter as uh, the fifth 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 of May. So mm -hmm. yeah, I wasn't gonna say anything. I saw it though. So yeah, so I'm nice. the fifth abroad. So <laughs> yeah, it's so hmm. my honorary title. I could lose it. Obviously, you know, they could just take it away and bestow it upon some other uh, unsuspecting soul. I assumed that Matt Treist would have gotten it because uh, he seems to talk to them the most. It's true. He's got his own like little segment on their show, you know, secretly. Mm. Matt Treese has got a segment on the broadcast. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like they. It's been a while since I listened to. To be fair, okay, though. all right. So, well, for those that don't know, we do have a sister show, the broadcast. I don't know if it's sister or motherly. That's kind of sexist. Are you allowed to be on the broadcast when you're talking like this? Might might not be. <laughs> might not. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna abstain from talking now. So or. <laughs> I'm laughing at something else. <laughs> if you pay, f if we up to five thousand, I will tell you. How come Matt? I want. I, I want to know how we got a segment. Is, does he? Does he want no, to have just, a segment? They, on they, a, they, on they a, don't really have a segment. He, the, they just read off the, all of his. Uh, well, they, that's what they, she play, says. They, they play. They play. They play listener calls and emails, don't they? No, I mean he has a. They just do the. That's what she said. Kind of segment. Oh, okay. And and they're usually from. Wait, wait, they're usually wait, wait, from wait, Matt. Hey, so can, they're, can we can we stop can we stop this they crap and just say we? Can you just can you say we instead of they? Okay, so we on the show broadcasters. Five <clears throat> together, we form a, a big Voltron broadcast. <laughs> so, I'm hurt, Matt. I'm I'm, I'm just hurt. I mean, I'm, we've been we, we've been podcasting the longest. I I realize that, and it's true. twelve seasons. Eventually, mm. apparently. Well, I'm uh, saying Matt, Matt and I we've been podcasting for like nine, ten years. All right, yeah. but that's okay. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm totally down with like the whole you know branching out thing. I mean, I, I think that's uh, that's good for everybody to to branch out. But um, I just don't want you to you know forget about us, Nick. This is where you bust out. Don't you forget about me on ukulele? <laughs> don't don't you, you forget hey, about hey, me? Hey hey No 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 no. Little no. Breakfast Club, no big deal. Good. It's still that movie still holds up today. It does. it does not hold some parts, it does. some parts do not. I think it, the overall theme of it does, but that movie is hard to watch. What what is what is hard to watch about the Breakfast Club? Actually, almost all of uh, John Hughes films don't hold up that well. Really? What? I mean, I think they're all classics, and I like them all. But we grew is up it, in that generation. It, 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 Ferris, look, well, I didn't. But is it isn't Ferris Bueller a John Hughes film? Ferris Bueller is a sociopath. If yeah. you watch that movie, that kid is insane. But he gets, but he's funny. It, it's it works. It's a for good me. movie, but I'm telling you. I, okay, I didn't like where they wrecked the Ferraris. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. 
when Cameron was in Egypt. Sorry, I, I completely Let lost it. For my a Cameron. Go. And Cameron was like 29 when he when he when he filmed that. The guy that I, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Really? That doesn't matter. He was just playing to his age. But that, I, I'm sorry. You, I, I, let's go back to the Breakfast Club not being. I'll watch if it's on. I'll watch it. It has a wrestler, right? It, it has the nerd. Yeah. It has the this, this stuck-up pretty girl. It has the, the girl that was... Uh, I don't know, but like when I think of John Hughes movies, though, I don't know if I'd... I guess I'd put it up there maybe in the top. I don't know. I don't know what my ranking would be on that, but I don't... Well, the, I don't there, there's a top two there, ranking. There's, there's, a, there's a good versus. That is a good oh, versus. Sure. You know, I tend to like the other... Like, I like versus! I like that. Uh, best John, uh, best John Hughes movies. At the end of this podcast, there you go. Think about it. Like I like the Great Outdoors a lot, but that one's never get gets enough credit. Oh, you should oh, pick it. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, I'll pick ET too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I never, I never got to what, share what, my. my wasn't Mo- was Molly Ringwall ET? <laughs> wasn't she? Uh, am I wrong? I never got to. that a ginger joke? So many movies. Oh yeah, you're like, just now. <laughs> like even his, even his. Last Chris one, like, I like Curly Sue a lot, and no one likes Curly Sue. Uh, I thought it was Carly Sue. Curly Sue. Curly. I thought that was Carly Sue. Curly. No, that's the Buddy Holly song. Yeah, you Is got it? Uncle. You got Uncle Buck and uh, yeah, Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah all, all the National Lampoons uh, yeah, he, vacation movies. How did you what? not pick Home Alone Five? He didn't all write of, Home Alone, all of those. I don't think. What's that? I don't think he wrote Home Alone. I think he was just part of it, but he didn't think he wrote it. That, it just um, has to be part of it. I think that's the verses. It just has to be part of it. I fair. forgot. I forgot about Home Alone. Shoot, that probably would win. Ooh. Hopefully, I get, hopefully, I get to go first. <laughs> yeah, Chris Columbus directed Home Alone. <clears throat> I just wanted to say. Wait, I thought he discovered America. Well, <laughs> that was Amerigo Vespucci. Hmm. John well, Hughes. Wrote Home wait, Alone? America Jascucci did a uh, Home Alone. Yes. Okay. Leif Erikson. So yeah, no. John Hughes wrote Leif Home Alone. <laughs> we have derailed. Yeah. <laughs> Leif Garrett. So, oh, he was he was a teen idol, but he okay. Let's face it. Let's let's be honest here. If you're listening, Leif, I, I apologize, dude. You didn't age well. You're up there. You're up there with what's his name. Uh, Weird science. Our biggest, our biggest our, fan. Our, our biggest fan. Um, I'm trying to play Richard Greco. Richard Greco and Leaf Garrett. That could be a versus. Who aged? Who aged worse? <laughs> Half our listeners what going. Leaf Garrett. I don't even know who these guys are. Well, look up Leaf Garrett. He was like, I don't think he ever did it. He was in. Oh the, my yeah, goodness. Well, he was an ugly dude. Like when he was young. But girls liked him. He was like on the teen teeny bop. Uh, that's, that's what happens when people put you on. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He was he was on he was on the Outsiders. He was in the Outsiders. Really? Yeah. I would have thought he had been really old for that. He he plays a, he plays a I'm pretty sure he plays a greaser mm. on the Outsiders. Wow, he does he does not look good. I told you. Um, I will say though that that's he, that's a I I'd stand next to Leaf Garrett and say okay I don't look so bad. All right, so here, here, here's what I will say though I I will say if I'm on the spot right now I would say that Leaf Garrett probably aged better than Greco. Oh wow! Because you think Greco is better looking? Um, well, here's day? the thing because I I think that there is such a, there's so much more of a of a dynamic transition from 
80s and 90s Greco to today, it mm-hmm. is a vast, vast difference. All right. Um, I'll say that Leaf Garrett started off ugly. <laughs> and so the bar just, was already he, low. He was already, yeah, he had a lower bar. So, like, when he got older, he, I, I actually think he probably looks better now than he did when he was young. I think Leaf Garrett was r- related to some director, someone in Hollywood. Okay. I, I, uh, I think, you know, I think Telly Savalas. Why am I, why am I thinking Telly Savalas? Really? I have no, I don't know why Telly Savalas just popped in my head. Well, Find let's out check next out the week old, when Check out the old Wikipedia. Why am I following? Um, we're going to do it now. Speak, I was actually having this conversation with someone not too long ago. Who loves you, baby? About Wim Defoe. Wim Defoe was never good looking. No. But never. he is aged just fine for being someone who's not yeah, good looking. Yeah, he, he's as bad looking now as he was. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. worse, no less. Yeah. It was like he started out with an F face and he's worked his way to a C minus. <laughs> sure. But there are people sure. out there that find him attractive because he looks so much different. And he has like the ageness looks like it's like wisdom lines, but he's had them his whole life. Well, how come he, William Defoe was not made superstar status because of his looks? I have no. I mean, I know he, who he is. I, I, well, I know who he is, but he's you know he. Well, he, didn't he, he have much like, more of a Broadway career than he did movies? I is would probably what, think so. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's nothing against William Defoe. I mean, no, no, if, no, if it's nothing against Broadway because no one knows who they are. Well, Willie, Willie, if you're listening, <laughs> Willie, if you're listening. It, it, we're not trying to pick on you, but it's just you. mean, you were great. You were so fantastic on Platoon. No, so then yeah. I go, they, how, how you got shot roles, and died? How, how many iconic roles does he have? Really, though, like you have Platoon, you have the Green Goblin, yeah. and then there's, 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 I don't the, don't call that iconic role the Green Goblin. That was yeah, I stopped. I stopped. I stopped at Platoon. But yeah. people, that, people that know because like you know like there's things like Chris and I who love uh, Boondock Saints, but yes. how many people really know Boondock Saints? I'm saying like characters that people 52. would know him from. Yeah. He's 52. Some people like Boondock Saints. Oh, yeah. What? No, you lost someone. Someone died, so it's down to 51. All right, 51. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he really hasn't had – I mean, he well, he was in The English Patient. I guess that's kind of a very well-renowned movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, other than that, no. He, he, like was just, a, he was in that Super Bowl commercial a couple years ago, Cadillac or Porsche mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. – Jaguar. It was, Platoon. What, what, Platoon's definitely his probably his, his biggest role. And he was fantastic. Oh wait, wait, Mississippi Burning. Oh, yeah. uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Born on the Fourth of July. Uh, I forgot right, about that. The deer so, hunter too. So after nineteen ninety, no, 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 no. Somebody else. After nineteen ninety, he kind of uh, fell th- fell off the bridge. So what happened? What happened? Did he maybe uh, just maybe didn't like making movies? Maybe he went to maybe maybe. I know what it was. He asked Catherine Hagel for d- advice on how to make it in Hollywood, stay, stay popular in Hollywood. Smoke a lot. <laughs> Insult everybody, you know. Wow. She, yeah, he, he, really, he really didn't do a whole lot, huh? Oh, Finding Nemo. I know, but... Yeah. Who's he in Finding Nemo? Finding Nemo. Gil. Oh, right. Yeah. Nemo. The small, thin one, yeah. Yep. Andy yeah. also um, plays Nemo. And Triple Bert's- X, State of the Union. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he's in. Um, Who is uh, it? Well, with Anderson. He's in Aquatic Life Aquatic. Yeah, Steve Vizu. Uh, yeah. But I mean, even those he, movies he was really... he was in that he, he was in that he was in a Jesus Jesus movie, wasn't he? That was controversial. Yeah, he oh, was yeah. in he was, uh, uh, Last um, Temptation of Christ. Last Temptation of Christ. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I then, think when was what what year was Last Temptation of Christ? Eighty yeah, so right here. You think, so that, it, God, it's, you think it's, God said, "Okay, your career is going down the drain." So it, it's <laughs> like he had he had a pretty good career up until like 1990, and then 
he decided to only do work with Wes Anderson. Hmm. That would be recognized. I mean, everything else is unrecognizable. Like, I mean, you look at like again, Boondock, but like I love Boondock, but I know the Boondock sense is an absolutely oh, terrible movie. Yeah. I just yeah. love it. Yeah. I thought um, he did it. Is great but, you know, oh, no. I mean, I, my life is more like a Wes Anderson movie, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> all all, 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 all uh, steady cam pans. <laughs> steady cam pans with lots of intricate stuff behind me. So. Uh, he, he does a, he does a lot of voice work. I can see that. He like does have a he does he does and, have a great um, voice. He's, he's, he's got a great. I mean, he's got an A plus voice. I mean, think about it. I mean, yeah, I, mean <laughs> I mean, think about the green D face that he got A plus voice. He's got no, a face no, for no. radio that that Willem Dafoe does. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's also going to be he's in um, the Aquaman, the upcoming Aquaman movie. He'll be in. Oh, I hope okay. he plays his dad. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, think about think about his Green Goblin voice, you know, which is uh, Nuitas Vulco. <laughs> He'll be places dead. <laughs> he's, in this, he's in this recent reboot of uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Actually, the dad should be played by uh, what's his name from Dallas, who was the original was the TV Aquaman, um, Patrick Duffy. <laughs> That's who should play his dad, right? Oh, uh, no. All right. So, seeing I, as we're going on complete yeah. different tangents in this show, <laughs> you know, after the musical <laughs> montage in the beginning, you kind of got gone off on crazy. My little buttercup. I gotta tell you, talking about <laughs> Aquaman for a second. Um. I don't know if you, you probably can find it on YouTube. I have to turn but the slightest. There was a pilot um, that was shot for Aquaman. And it was, uh, there it is. I just Googled it. It's there. Uh, it was a pilot that was shot for, I believe, like a promotional thing to try and get WB to pick up a TV show, like on, along the lines of like a um, like Smallville type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. I actually enjoyed it. It was fun to watch. Justin Hartley, who actually plays or played the Green Arrow in the Smallville universe, was like was um, uh, Arthur Curry Aquaman in this pilot. And you can watch it. It's got like a half hour half hour pilot. But check it out. It had like Justin Hartley, Lou Diamond Phillips, <laughs> Ving. Okay, Rains. wait, wait, wait. Speaking of guys who fell off the earth. Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. Okay. Let's La Bamba, and, then, and what happened to him? Young Guns. Yeah, I know oh, Young Guns. Yes. Okay, but mm, but yeah. what happened after that? He was just like bit parts. Yeah, mm. pretty much. Mm. He he was in that that serial killer movie from the eighties, um, the Zodiac Killer. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Zodiac oh, Killer. Oh gosh, no, it wasn't called Zodiac Killer. Kill- Killings in Frisco. Oh, uh, the first power. The first power. Yeah, that was a creepy movie. La, 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 the, new, the new Star Wars movie? Yeah, right. The last power. The first and last power. Yeah, it's a dedicated L.A. police detective and a female psychic must stop a demonic serial killer who is given the powers of resurrection, teleportation, and possession. Wasn't Lou Diamond also in uh, Logmire? Yes, Logmire. Oh, yeah. Log, whatever it is. Because I watched like the first three or four episodes. I go, okay. I think I remember talking. We used to do that. Uh, Jan and I used to do like 10 TV shows and like uh, around the horn type thing. And I said, after the fourth, I go, look, there's not that many people in Wyoming. There's no way. I remember that you many people that. being killed. It's yeah. just too many people dying it, in Wyoming. It made sense to me. I was like, yeah, it's like one of the least populated states in the country. But every, every week, 10 people die. It's no way. It's like, it's like Hawaii, Five-0, which I still watch. Countless people die there. Why I would anyone go to Hawaii? Shores. Hurricanes, volcanoes—that's not a big deal. But you know, ho- people being murdered every day mm-hmm. on, on Hawaii Five-O. Chris, what else did you find? 
Uh, for Lou Diamond Phillips. Lucy in the sky with Lou Diamond Phillips. I mean, I don't know what that is. Um <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's it. Like he he's he's probably the worst of the of the and he started here. out with an A plus face. What's like it's it's like Amelia yeah. Yeah. just Amelia but he, but, dropped off the planet. But I think he did it by choice, right? Probably. I love you, Lou. Come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> LDP. Yeah, bring it. Let's go. With, with oh, DDP man. as well? Can we, get, can, we, can, Again, we get, can we get a little Lou Diamond Phillips with Diamond we, we, Dallas We can't Page? get Diamond Dallas Page until Jack agrees to jump on the yoga train. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, Emil Luisvez, uh, Nick brought him up. What, what, what has he done lately? Nothing. I don't think he's worked in a decade or more. Well, let's 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 find out. We do have the means. Uh, quack, so quack, quack. New segment Emilio called Estevez. Where Are They Now? What Where the hell are they now? Up to? Again, what, I've talked about this before. Worst scene in happened to this guy. The original Mighty Ducks when they show when they show Emilio Estevez skating in the distance, and he's like six ten, but he's only like he's five feet in real life. Really starting to look like his father, which is kind of crazy. He could be in the remake of The West Wing reboot. Could be. Yeah, like it's his villain um, coming up, and like he's like doing his own thing. Like, well, he, he, no, uh, Bartlett only had three daughters. Oh, oh, wait, but no, this is oh, illegitimate. I, no, I was going to say, there you go. There's the oh. story. Mm-hmm. He's, so, the Clint, he's the Clinton of the White House. Yeah. So he has not had a uh, any actor or production credit since 2012, with the exception of a release this year uh, in 2018 called The Public, which came out back out in January uh, with Christian Slater and a bunch of okay. Alec Baldwin. Okay. There's actually oh. some people in this movie. Um, don't know what it's about, but probably because it sucks. Uh, but in the public <laughs> is a <laughs> unusually bitter Arctic blast that has made its way to downtown Cincinnati in the front doors of the public library where the action of the film takes place. Oh my God! Mm. Well, there's, oh, your there's your problem. There's your problem. Patrons are homeless, mentally ill, marginalized. Oh my God! I'm I'm bored. Um, so that so that's the that's the 82 playoff game between Cincinnati and the Chargers, where it's 53 yeah, below. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever uh, get so Christian to Slater too? What happened to Christian Slater? I know exactly. He was, he was a, a, a Mr. Robot. He was a Mr. Robot. He was. Yeah, well, that's the movie right. I saw him in those like Wind Talkers. Uh huh. He's Nick in Rick Cage. and Morty. All right. He's he, he's also got a lot of um, a lot he, of uh, voiceover work too. Looks did he like. did he did he always speak like Jack Nicholson or did that get change as he got older? Well, as he got older, yeah. Uh, he, he was that's an archer. It started off with an A plus face. <laughs> He was Christian Slater was in the he was in the West in Wing. the West Wing that's right he definitely yeah. was in the West Wing he was the um the he was Donna's was, Donna's boyfriend right she was, she was trying to switch her vote because right. she voted for the wrong person and she wanted someone to, she didn't vote for Bartlett she voted for someone else. that's right did you guys ever see this is one of the one of my true guilty pleasure movies uh, came out in like ninety or ninety one called Cuffs no Cuffs. yeah it's a cop it's a cop movie in San Francisco. With uh, it's like Milia Djokovic's like second movie when she's like a. She's I a, am a fan. Yeah, it's called Cuffs, and it's it was a cop movie, but also wanted to be a comedy, so it didn't quite work. But as a ten year old watching it, like I thought it was the greatest movie ever, and I still to this day watch it when it comes on because it's just weird. Is it C U S S K U F F S Cuffs Cuffs Sorry, I think my Cuffs is like swear. I've seen the porn. I've seen I've seen the porn version of that one. Cuffs, 1992. 
mm-hmm. starring Christian Slater. So I will tell you that Christian I was Slater gr- I was great in that movie, by the does way. Does <laughs> star in one of my favorite all-time movies, and it's actually the movie that inspired me to go to college for a career path I never would take, and that is uh, for radio broadcasting. And that movie was Pump Up the Volume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's one of yeah. my favorite flicks of all time. I've, I've seen that. I, yeah. I, I, Many I'm years so ago. But... You mentioned that. That was the, the, that was the movie that I was looking for, actually. I was just scrolling through his, nice. his great 90s hits, and I was like, what? and I wanted to get it right because I was like, is it Turn Up the I was like, no, I think it's Pump no, Up it's the Volume. Pump up the... Yeah. And then if you go back a even a little bit further, you could even mm-hmm. jump into, I don't know, Gleaming the Cube the right. year prior. Again, I've seen the ple- the porn version of that movie. Oh boy! <laughs> you know, a movie that is often overlooked and underrated that Christian Slater and Kevin Bacon both starred in that did great performances is Murder in the Shit. First. Oh yeah, great flick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But no one remembers it. No one talks about it. But it's one of the best performances probably Kevin Bacon ever did. And no one and- better better than Footloose. <laughs> better, better than Broken Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> a broken arrow, yeah. That's a, that's a John Volta great one. Uh, hey, it brought him back on the map. Yeah. Uh, he's doing yeah. Well, at least we're, at least three, we're t- you know. Before that, are you talking about Travolta? Travolta, yeah. You said Travolta, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was Pulp Fiction that brought him back. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Pulp Fiction brought him back. Yeah, you're right. Totally correct. I just was looking at that. Christian Slater was in was in that movie as well. So we played the good guy. Spoiler. Oh man. True romance, of course. Um, a great movie. I love how like this entire podcast is just going through someone's ID. I am. Yeah, we're in like seven degrees here. Well, he was, in a, wait, he was in a TV show, Christian Slater, that got canceled. And I liked it. It was, uh, it was some kind of twist where they would go back and forth. Uh, like time? No, nah, I don't I can't remember oh. time, but like he was a bad guy. He was a good guy, bad guy. I don't know. I like post or or pre uh, West Wing. It was yeah. It was it was oh it was my own worst enemy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. He's also in one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. Um. And he does play, um, the older brother. His name is Nick Woods from The Wizard of nineteen ninety nineteen eighty nine. He does play Fred Savage's older brother. Oh. Oh. Oh, I love that movie. Wait, the wizard? Yeah, that's the one with the video games, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. The wiz, it's the, the, it's the movie the, where the before, <laughs> before like uh, the days of being able to Google and find tricks and tips and like hints and how to play games, like that movie taught everybody how to um, get the whistle in Super Mario Brothers Three. I Absolutely. think it was. That's actually what I was about to say too, because that's the movie where Super Mario Brothers Three debuted. It, it was. was, and I remember when I watched that movie, going like, "Oh, there's a third one!" Oh my goodness, yeah. And then, of course, there Never was the um, <laughs> the introduction of one of the most amazing, um, incredible non-functioning video game accessories ever created and oh, that was the power the glove, glove. Yeah. Yeah, oh, i remember the, i remember the glove yeah did you have to get that for jay mm, i don't think we did i don't know come on dad but, well, I, want it, I gotta have if we, it. it i'll be honest if, he, if we did he still has it yeah. <laughs> still in the box, still yeah. the box. <laughs> Never use it. you can't open it. it's gonna be worth something someday uh, which he was probably right 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wizard. Yeah, I remember. That. I never. I never saw. I never saw the wizard. Yeah, you didn't Mr. see anything. Mister Wizard. Mister Wizard. There's a lot of those '80s movies that you know when you're a kid or you know you thought they were really good, and then you kind of watch them later. And you're like, oh, I can't believe I like this. You know, the Wizard actually is still pretty good. It's like, it's like the Breakfast Club. Well, the Breakfast Club holds up better than the Wizard. <laughs> uh, but like, what's the one? Uh, Cloak and Dagger. The kid from ET. <gasps> Oh, I remember that, yeah. Oh, that my was, God. That movie freaked me out. The woman with the missing finger in the chloroform. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. That, was, that, that, that terrified me as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> the, the wizard wasn't good when it came out, let no. alone hold up. Like, I mean, right now, if you look at IMDb, it's got six out of ten stars. Um, and that's not bad. Man, it's had that's 29 a bu- that's a bu- years to try and clear that up. Well, it's above average. Um, yeah, fair. Um, but I, I, I loved that movie because I was such a video game nerd when I was a kid and still am. Still am. Yeah, yeah. still are. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's another backhanded compliment there. Mm-hmm. Well, Fred Savage was in that. What's he up to? He Fred was Savage, a, dude? He's been up to a lot. Yeah. He was in that show with uh, yeah, Rob Lowe. A, and he's at a show currently. Friends. friends it, it was that show with Rob Lowe what he did? It was on Fox and they canceled it. What was funny. Um, oh. Plays a lawyer. Mm. The grinder, the grinder, no. the, yeah. the grinder was, was hilarious. It's it's on Hulu. Never watched it. Um, it's it's. By the way, the, the name t- the name the grinder does not sound. Like I know exactly. That. I mean, I'm like, but, that, but that's the whole point of the show because Rob Lowe plays a TV actor who's a lawyer <laughs> called the grinder, and he grind. What he does is he's grinding it out, and he wins the case. Oh. So Fred Savage, since Fred Savage is a lo- real lawyer in I in. It sounds like a male strip club to me. Utah, or he's in some some small place. How many so everybody, everybody, everybody loves the grinder, and and uh, and uh, William De, William Devane plays the dad. You guys know William Devane, right? Mm-hmm. I'm William. Oh, he's William Devoe's brother. You, you yeah. can buy some gold. Uh, but he he uh, he was in the he was in the uh, he plays Kelly Leak's. He's Kelly Leak's dad in the Bad News Bears. That's who uh, William Devane is. All right. So, uh, on the contrary from our other our original discussions, I would say that you know the years have treated Fred, Fred Savage pretty well. So, Fred yeah, he Savage, looks he looks young, handsome, handsome guy, and he's probably the only actor that you could say actually grew up to look like a young Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> what happened to Steve? What happened to Steve Gutenberg? Great question, Jack. Let's find out. <laughs> By the way, I, I mean, yeah. You, you do know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, yeah. William I'm William Devane. You should invest in gold. Yeah. Invest in gold. I'm William Devane. So, Steve Gutenberg, um, he did actually play a bit role in um, The Leftovers, did he not? Oh, I think yeah, I think he played himself, didn't he? Am I wrong with that? I don't know. I don't think he did. Did he? I don't remember. Because he was in everything. He, he, he was in, you know, making a, a three kids and a ba- a little lady, three kids and a baby, God, oh, three, yeah. three, three kids and a prostitute, cocoon, cocoon. Please cut me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's another one where he's dying of cancer. That was a pretty good movie too. I forget which one he. That was, uh, Michael Keaton was in a movie where he was, it was called Life. He was dying Life. of cancer. Yeah. It was the first time that I actually cried in the theater. And we met some. We this was in San Diego. And we we saw somebody there that we knew. And I said, I poked my eye with the straw. 
Like that's why I said I was because I was I was cheering up. I was crying during the whole movie. That's a good one, yeah, because he videotapes all the uh, yeah. things for his son in the future and right. Well, the Stephen Gutenberg one though is that he had cancer and he's in love with this woman and he's basically catfishing her before catfishing was a thing. Like he and uh, she falls in love with him, but then he's like, it's it's just it's a it's a different movie. Did she? Did he use the picture of Tom Selleck? No, like he it's like he it, he makes. Because he's bald, because he's going through leukemia and all these other things, and and uh, I can't remember. It's been twenty years. Since I, I, I don't think I saw this one. Yeah, Matt, I'm sure Chris, if he's got his thing, he can look up the name. A little bit. But what happened to it? What 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 happened? I mean, all right. So recently, he did. He was on Ballers, the TV show. He oh, that's, was. That's what it was. He play, That's what he plays a obnoxious uh, rich guy. He's like, owns a, owns he's, he's, like he's like he's like Steve Wynn. Yeah. of Las Vegas. That's who. Hey, that's so, the character he's playing. All right, I, I'm I'm going kind of crazy Ooh, right now. Glad you got that, Matt. So. Thanks. And Sharknado 4, by the way. It apparently was not Steve Gutenberg that I'm thinking of. However, I, it's going to drive me crazy. I want to find out who it was. Who was the person that was in, I believe it was The Leftovers. Okay. And he was the guy that they went to go meet um, who was part of, like, what's what's her name? Um, the main female character who goes and tries to meet Nora. the company. Nora. No. She goes and meets somebody in a hotel. No, it, that's oh, a, that's yeah. a, too close. Too close. Uh, two cousins or two perfect strangers. Perfect strangers was right. The... Thank you. Um, and doesn't look name? anything like Steve Gutenberg. No, but that's okay. I, same same <laughs> genre of television, I guess you could say. Yeah, it doesn't look anything like him. Nope. Uh, and Steve Gutenberg was known for movies, not TV. So where are you going with this? No idea. But um, <laughs> Mark, Mark Lynn Baker. Thank you. So here's the thing, though. I mean, I, I, my, my microphone cut out a bit. Shocker. Um, but <laughs> I, I think that I believe. Did you guys mention probably his most iconic role that he's ever had as Officer Carrie Mahoney? Yeah. In the Police Academy series. Yeah. Okay. Good. So oh, my mic did cut Steve, out. Great. Steve I, Gutenberg. I, did we? Did we talk about that? Steve Gutenberg. No, I don't think we talked about the police. Academy. Oh, okay. Well, that that's something we need to mention. Yeah. Is that, that is that is that. Is that a movie uh, that uh, the, the series that went on too long? No. Well, you, well, yeah, but I think at some point it was the ridiculousness. That, of, that's of the point. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what you like. Is like I like Citizens on Patrol, but there's a lot right. of people out there that really hate it. So, so well, I, on Patrol, I, I thought I, was their last great one. Yeah. I got I got pissed when Bubba Smith wasn't uh, given an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there is a popular vote. So for the Oscars, so maybe maybe he'll get it. You know, Chewy eventually got a uh, MTV Movie Award because he didn't get a medal in it. So you never know, Bubba could get one. I, I think Bubba's dead. Oh, post. I, I, I could be I could be wrong. Post, yeah, posthumously. He used to he used to do great commercials with the uh, uh, they used to have those light beer commercials, Miller Light, mm-hmm. but. I don't know get you kids can remember those, but those were some of the best commercials of all time. Oh, whatever get, happened to Miller Light commercials? Let's look those up. <laughs> but, but they 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 have like Bob Euchre. He goes, "There's one where Bob Euchre he, he he's he's sitting in a seat." They go, uh, "They goes, oh, sorry, we're gonna move you to another seat." He goes, "Oh, former Charlotte Pepsi, move me to the front row." So they put him all the way to the top, <laughs> top uh, of the stadium. So that was like every, every time you went to the stadium, I must be in the front row. <laughs> That uh, was great. Bob Bob Euchre was those were the best career. He had uh, Bob Euchre, Bubba Smith. Uh, yeah. Hey Jack, here's a trivia for you. West Wing trivia. Okay. Okay. How can you within you can do this in one within uh, one degree of separation? But can you tie Steve Gutenberg to the West Wing? 
Steve Steve Gutenberg to the West Wing. So it has yep. to be someone. Well, didn't you say Christian Slater was? Uh, yeah, he's he's just about every, everything, right? Let's well, see. What, is, what was Christian Slater and Steve Gutenberg in together? I don't know. I'm just. Perfect I thought we were talking swing. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm on Mark Lynn Baker's. Uh, Sorry, we we've already gone like six oh, generations since. So. It, it's it's got to be what's his name? The guy who played Josh, because um, he was in a lot of those movies back then. Right, Revenge of the Nerds, and uh, let's see, I'm Rob Lowe. It's got to be Rob Lowe. Okay, uh, it's gonna be. Uh, it, it, you'll never get it. It's completely obscure. But all right, go. In 1981, Steve Gutenberg um, played Jim Craig of the 1980 oh, yeah, U.S. It, Olympics on Miracle on Ice. Well, be be fair. Come on, this is this is a made-for-TV movie. It was a made-for-TV movie called Miracle on Ice in 1981, yes. where yeah. he played Jim Craig, and mm-hmm. Herb Brooks, the coach of the 1980 U.S. Olympic team, was played by Carl Malden. Carl Malden was actually Father Thomas Cavanaugh from the that's, West Wing. Oh, that's right. That's correct. I never would have got that. Nope, I didn't either. I just happened to click. It was the first thing I saw. But I I did watch that movie. Nice. In fact, my wife was working at a skating rink, and they were doing the tryouts for the actors. Oh, no kidding. At that movie, and there was people there trying to learn how to skate. So they can do the, I think Robert Urich was one that was. Try, I don't think Robert did. Robert Urich make the cut. Let's find out. Um, so... Mr. Dan Tana. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry, sorry. You just um, can't. The only notable names in this movie that I, I recognize are, well, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> oh, well, and that... Jessica Walter. Weird. I think the guy that played in, in you, got, you guys have seen Slapshot, haven't you? Of course. Dave Killer Carlson, I think, is in that movie. Really? I think so, yeah. Well, that's what made the, the, the movie Miracle with America's favorite actor, Kurt Douglas. So it was the fact that the people that the, the guys that were the actors, the skaters, actually could skate. They weren't they weren't ameliorating uh, it. Yeah, that's that's Gordon Bombay, man. He was he was killer in peewees. Let's give him a try out in the uh, NHL. Yeah, that happens every day. By the way, Jerry Hauser. That's it. Jerry uh, Hauser was in both of those movies. Yeah, there you go. So Jerry Hauser must know how to skate. And really, he was also a voice on Darkwing Duck. What? Mm. Oh. Wasn't he also? Wasn't he also in the movie um, uh, Summer of '42 or Summer of something? Summer of. Uh, Forty-two or something. Jack, you were mentioning names of movies that literally seven I think this, people know. This podcast should be called. Wasn't he in? <laughs> well, I, I, I say we just keep going. But wasn't he in the movie of Summer of Forty-two? Jack, you're missing a, a, an obvious one that I thought that you would mention um, because there has been probably at least fifty episodes where you have not missed the opportunity to mention your favorite TV show of all time, Mash. That's right. He was Danker in Mash. Well, everybody was in Mash. I mean, really, I mean, if you look at it, everybody, Ron Howard was in MASH. And um, his first ever credit, credit as an actor was Oski from Summer of 42. There you go, Oski. Yeah, Oski. Because the, 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 who's the other, what's the other guy in the movie? What's another name? Um, okay. What's the lead female? Jennifer O'Neill. Jennifer O'Neill, her husband dies in the war, and she ha- she makes love with uh, one of the kids, and that was a summer mm. of forty two. But then she leaves because he was in love with her all summer. Uh, scanners back in nineteen eighty one, 
And she also did that movie, uh, I Want to Be a Hero, with uh, John Eric Hexum, who accidentally killed himself with a blank gun. Oh, how about that? My sister was in love with John Eric Hexum. Okay. He was good, he, a good-looking guy. I'm a, I'm a, I am I'm can say that. I don't know. Did I don't he, know if he's. Did he have an I don't a know if he's. Face or? He he had he had an A face. He had he, he he's one of those jerks that had the A face A body guy. Mm. What an F personality. <laughs> no, I know he seemed like a nice guy. So Jennifer O'Neill was born in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Really, I would not have guessed that looking at her. Mm-hmm. But no, who's the guy that played? Who's the name? Another kid on that? Another I know Oski. That, who names her kid Oski? Uh, the other kid Panoski. <laughs> Come on down to ask well, Benji. 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 No, it wasn't Benji. It was a Benji. I'm looking at. The I know. I know. I'm saying it wasn't. Ben, I don't think it was Hermie? Benji. Hermy. It was Hermy. Gary Grimes. So I, you gotta, you, you gotta wonder a name like Hermy. How he ever get laid? The, the guy had to oh, die over uh, in World War Two. Hermy. Why can't it be him? Me. <laughs> it looks like. Jack, I, I mean, this is literally the most knowledge I've ever had about this movie. But it looks like it had a uh, a sequel, The Class of '44. Whoa! Did, oh, it did. Have, I, I do remember the sequel, but the sequel wasn't as good as the class of uh, the Summer of '42. And I, I officially, I, I will state that I think this game now sucks. <laughs> Which game? <laughs> what we've been playing? I think I, I think that's the music. I think that's how the music goes. Maybe uh, Maybe they uh, can play it on his, his Terminator. You resonator guitar. <laughs> Play the resonator. Play it, Nick. Play it for everybody. Get to the resonator. I want to hear it. Oh! <laughs> Nick's been looking up and doing his own homework. All right, so can so. we come up with someone else? I, I think the whole podcast should be just people that used to be entertained. <laughs> like seven, seven degrees of, of Ramblecast? And then yeah, we lose half of our patrons. <laughs> I, I, I think people find this stuff fascinating because you look yeah. on any any of those any of those what are those uh, things called the those things that they, people um, yeah, they there, there's an outside yeah. chance that what? people have found this conversation fascinating but then I'm sure all, all of those people stopped when we started talking about the summer of 42 <laughs> uh, there's some old people out there listening to Listen, we, going, we, 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 I remember that movie that was we, great we can't we can't got movies. Movies. <laughs> we cannot review movies that are only available exclusively on stars. No, we we have to we have to ask. I think the child abuse for who names your kid Hermie? And was it Oski? Was it Oski? I'm and just looking at people that were on Mash at some point. So Jeffrey Tambor, Lo- Lawrence Fishburne, yeah, he was. Yeah, Jeffrey Tambor, um, Lawrence Fishburne, I Patrick Sw- Patrick Swayze was on it. Commander really? Snoke. Mm-hmm. I just, re- I just realized that I had muted my microphone a few minutes ago. And- I've been talking to you guys this whole time. Wow, that's that's amazing. No wonder it's, it's just been so pleasant. They just figured Chris was talking white bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I kept wanting to ask Chris this whole time if he'd ever gotten around to watching uh, Das Boots. Das no, Boot yet. I haven't. Das Boot! Life has been a bit crazy. Yeah. I haven't had much uh, time to be watching movies lately. But Are you playing video games? Yeah. Um, when I have time. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Expression over watching TV. Well, just don't say I don't have time when you ha- do have time. You choose to do something else. I got you. That was my dad voice. Oh hey. wow! <laughs> so be- because voice. because I just okayed you, um, I want to uh, <laughs> read an article. <laughs> this article is fantastic, and this is actually going back to the married man days. 
Um, but I, I found this article uh, while I was uh, checking my mail. If you, any dads out there have ever heard of the website called Fatherly, fatherly.com. It's actually a, a pretty cool, like, um, have, yeah. rotating blog of really cool um, articles and stories. Okay. And I get an email, like, I think once a day or a couple times a week, I'm not quite sure, about, like, kind of like their, their top articles in this issue of their top stories. And one popped up, and I was like, huh, I think I'm going to read that. So it says every father should give up this one thing to stay happily married. And I was like, it's interesting. Let's read Wait, this. Hold article. on a second. Once you say I do. Yeah. So this article has is fantastic. And I wanted to read a uh, an excerpt from the article itself. In I found it hilarious. And I shared it with everybody um, that I work with. Uh, so it says the first piece of advice applies not only to new dads, but to all men who seek to get along with women. Take the idea of being right, set it on fire, shoot a bunch of holes in it, and flush it down the toilet once you realize that it's more important to get along than it is to be tethered to the weight of facts. Life takes on a new lightness, and love becomes a whole lot easier. Now, according to Buddha, patience doesn't mean being a doormat. It's a highly intelligent form of self-protection. It's an armor that cannot be penetrated by the self-inflicted wounds of anger. Now, let's say your beautiful consort turns around one day, and without warning, her gorgeous smile has been temporarily replaced with a flamethrower because you didn't fold your socks. Rather than engage the part of your brain that might respond with some logical argument about how, first of all, perhaps if those socks aren't even your socks, um, take a breath... <laughs> and hug the source of your incoming fire. Tell her that you love her and realize that if you want a happy home, the importance of being right has to go the way of casually choosing which restaurant to head to for dinner. Like male nipples, being right becomes vestigial. The impulse is still there, but it grows dimmer. Until one day, it's just a vague memory of something you can happily do without. Also, never forget the asymmetry in your arsenal of weapons. She has the silent treatment and withholding sex, neither of which you are very good at. Bottom line, being wrong and happy beats being right and sleeping on the couch every time. So the, the, the whole thing is to lie? <laughs> it's to survive. It's to survive. Am I right? Just to lie? I no. did not. So I teach my kids not, not to lie, lie, but yet, but yet I, have, I have to lie. Those aren't my socks. I, 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 sure, I, I, I am not agreeing with you. And saying that there has been moments in which you just survive. It's not. About I was. I was. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that's what you should do. I'm just asking if that's what the article's about. I should lie. Sometimes you don't poke the bear. Because I know my. I, I forgot. Around. Yeah. I forgot be, to talk about this last week, but my. Back, you know. <laughs> Chris pointed to me. I think so. He's agreeing with me on that. I. I, t I my wife last week said when I was. I was. Uh, we we're watching Zach, and sometimes I goof around with Zach, and you know, do things. Probably, you know, I did it with my kids too. I would. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, my wife goes, you know, because sometimes I act like a kid and all that different stuff. She goes, "You're exhausting. You're just exhausting." I go, what does that mean? You you wear me out sometimes. Just you're just exhausting to deal with. You're like having another kid. So all week since she said that, and if you do say something like that to me, of course, I'm going to see every time she said something, I go, I know I'm exhausting. I'm exhausted, which is just pissing her off even more. So I should. So you're saying I shouldn't. 
but I'm agreeing with her. So in this point, I'm agreeing with her, but I'm still wrong. You're always wrong, Jack. There's yeah. no right answer. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and go back to the beginning of that article. So you take that, that idea uh, look, of being let right. Let the record show that Chris's wife was in the other room for the last <laughs> five minutes. Cannot confirm. Yes, I can or deny. That's true. Um, I, did, so, I, did, I did see him sweating. Yeah, a little bit. So take the idea of being right, set it on fire, shoot a bunch of holes in it, and flush it right down the toilet. I saw an article I was going to read. I, I, I didn't read it, but it was on Facebook. And it was I was going to bring it on the show, and I forgot about it. But it was a, a couple been trying to get pregnant for four years. So I don't know if this is true or not. But yet they were doing it in the wrong hole. What? <laughs> wait, what? So that's I didn't read the article. I was going oh, to save it and article? bring it. They, they couldn't get pregnant. You know what it was? Right. Yeah. I, I, I did not I, I did not read the article, but I kind but you of saw it, but you saw why <laughs> that's that's what it was. The target was a small thermal port just below the main. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on target. Yes. Well, the yes. problem was that the guy kept saying the guy behind him use the force. And he didn't have it. He didn't have the force. He wasn't a Jedi. <laughs> Negative. It just impacted on the surface. That's awesome. <clears throat> Negative goes right into the pattern. Is full. Anyway, but uh, anyway, which brings me that you guys ever see that song that, that uh, Scott Bayo's in? In the wrong hole. Um, no. Oh, it's hilarious. No. You got well. Go on YouTube and just put Scott Bayo wrong hole. <laughs> We almost got when we had Nudia. I had the guy that did the song. He'd agreed to put, let us play it on the thing, but then Nudia fell apart. So, oh, but okay. that's but because well, but if you if you guys are looking for some, something funny and entertaining, it's it's uh, it's uh, Scott Bayo. Okay, in the wrong hole. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, look out, Chachi. <laughs> Joni used to love Chachi, not anymore. Oh wow, he he he, he did not age well. Scott Bale? Yeah. yeah. The thing about those baby face people, aside from Rob Lowe, usually don't age that well. Yeah. Well, but I don't think Rob Lowe had a baby face though. He he just had a pretty face. Yeah. Yeah. What about Johnny Depp? How did he age? Hmm. He's he's going downhill fast. I don't know how uh, this guy's surviving all that Me Too stuff because he's done a lot of things that he's not. Yeah, he's not. Thought. Is that yeah, what it he, is? He's, he's got some issues coming up now about um, from what you call it from what's the uh, Charles in charge. Oh, 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 oh you're talking about, about Johnny Depp. You're talking yeah. about, oh, 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 you're talking about Scott Bale. Yeah, wow. Johnny Depp's even worse. No, uh, yeah, Chris Bale. I'm Chris Bale. That's his brother, who was in the Bad News Bears uh, second movie. Hmm. Did you know really? Scott Bale? Yeah, he he's the pitcher. Wait, yeah. back it up. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Are you telling me that they shouldn't have put Charles in charge? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Charles in charge. Oh, I'm really mind. disappointed in Charles. Well, I guess it came out that he didn't. They they didn't press any charges against him, and he took a lie detector test. And I guess he passed. According to him, he passed the lie detector test. Hmm. All right. I don't know. But I was talking about. I was talking about Johnny Depp. I don't know how Johnny Depp's still getting jobs with all the stuff he's done. Yeah, you know it's funny though because like uh, I remember when that whole the whole Me Too thing exploded. They were trying to get uh, Don Henley from back in nineteen eighty, really eighty one. Yeah, because I didn't know this. I was reading all about. It. I think Colleen actually might have posted this article. Um, I remember this because I didn't know anything about it. 
I didn't either. And because uh, it was basically, you know, because it's the, you know, the 70s culture was very, you know, free love and all that. And same as 60s and, and a lot of drugs and all this. Well, apparently in 80 or 81 is after the Eagles broke up. Uh, Don Henley had a three way with two underage girls. And, you know, at that time, I guess it was not really. Oh, Chris, Chris left us, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was not. It was just normal, I get. I mean, apparently, I don't know. I didn't. Well, Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe had the same issue. same problem. Yeah, but mm. so, but what happened though is that one girl was off about it, and the other girl was not. They were like they were friends that went into this hotel room, and basically, he just had his way with both of them. Got them all coked up and high and all this, and had his oh, way with both of them. Damn. And they took pictures of it though, and the one that was against it the whole time kept the photos. Oh. And this story did break after it happened, but. Mm. Uh, Jerry Brown, who was governor of California at that time, covered it up. Apparently, this is all the story. This is what the article is saying. Did Linda and, Ronstadt make him cover it up? Yeah, Linda Ronstadt is like basically he got all of his friends to help him get they the story all away. Hotel California. Yeah, but that's what the song "Dirty Laundry" is about, though. Is that mm. the one oh. the one person in the press who actually learned about the story? Was trying to dig at it, and that's what he was writing about. It was like you know, she's a bubble-headed bleach bun. It, well, just that you know, you're trying to make something out of nothing. But the you know? but the story was true, though. It, well, that's what it, this, that's what this article claims. I can't say if it's Claim. true or not. Oh, because mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But that's what okay. like, the Me Too movement was saying that you know, like oh, like Don Henley's next. You know, but but the guys that we know, like I said, he. Well, I don't want to get into this whole thing, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back, Chris. Welcome hey. back. Welcome back. back. <laughs> welcome back. Oh, 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 oh. What happened to all those guys? Well, a couple of them are dead. Yeah. Wait. Well, you had John Travolta made it, but that sure. was about it. That was one of those oh, shows. I thought you were talking about, um... <laughs> about. Welcome back, Carter, man. Welcome back, yeah. Cotter. Yeah. It's the Cotter. Oh, my God. Cotter. That's right. John Travolta's not sure. I, I didn't even well, make that connection. That's what, that's what made him famous. What? That's right. What? I thought it was the boy in the plastic bubble. Ah, uh, yeah. He's in the boy in the plastic bubble. He's that's the original one, Bubble Boy. That's one of those. I think the song actually is more remembered than the show. Kind of like how uh, mm. America's Greatest Hero. That song is. Oh, believe it or not, believe right. it or not, I'm walking, walking on it. Is more remembered than the show. Oh. Believe it or not, George show. is not yeah. at home. What uh, Connie Selica? What happened to her? I know she did Hotel, but what happened to her after that? Uh, she married John Tesh. I think that I'm talking about Connie Selica. That probably killed her career. Mary John Tesh. Mm. No, you guys don't know. She's I, think, I, think, I think you're dating yourself a little bit. She's an America's greatest American greatest hero. Yeah, she's, she's a female lead, right? Yeah. Um, that yeah, I, she hasn't done much at all. No, she was in so, the hotel. I met Robert Culp actually, who I guess didn't um, like what didn't like the uh, w- William Cat. Who was also oh, really William? I, that's what I've heard. And William Cat was also in Mash, Christmas episode. So he died actually, like six months after I met him. Um, he was at Comic Con. How was he in two thousand nine? I think it was because I actually got his autograph on a Greatest American Hero like graphic. He didn't oh, want to. Te- he didn't want to testify against uh, Bill Cosby. Mm. Really? They were, they were an I spy together. Uh okay, sure. It was a joke, but you know. Oh, I, I know I'm dating myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they fight it together. 
Do what? I wonder if they spied anything together. Well, well, mate, well, you know, who knows? It was just bad. I spy joke. So. <laughs> <laughs> I spy. So was he a nice guy? Super nice guy. Like he was very welcoming because I don't think anybody at Comic Con knew who the hell he was. And I was like, dude, I used to love this show. I'd mean, well, love to have your your autograph, man. He always played the cool guy. He was always he cool was guy. always the cool guy. Um, it, 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 go ahead. I was saying it is funny though. Like at Comic Con, sometimes you get those actors are in one thing, and, and it's very much a cult thing. Or, or because like I, I think Jack and I in two thousand eleven. Uh, we ran to the actor who was the main actor in uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. You know, and like, no, yeah, yeah. no one was at his table. No one was talking. Oh. And he wasn't, he wasn't upstairs in the sales room where most of those actors are. He was down on the floor in his own little thing and no one was talking to him. And like, Jack oh. and I were kind of like, oh, yeah, let's go talk to this guy. You know, and like, <laughs> we talked about 2001 A Space Odyssey for a while. And of course, we didn't buy an autograph or take a photo oh. or anything. But it was that, like, that, 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 I've learned not to do that after I t- I've told this story before. The guy that was in, uh, um, Beast, Beastmaster, mm. Springer, Springer. He was he had a movie with John. He did the John Capaletti story where John Capaletti's brother dies, and it's a very it's a moving movie. And I said, "Hey, just, he looked at me. Yeah, okay, yeah." But are you uh, <laughs> right. are you going to buy something? No, I just wanted to say, hey, you were fantastic in that movie. But <laughs> he was there to make money, and I'm just I wasn't like holding up a line behind right. it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying Mark- to say. Singer. Mark Singer, that's what it was. He was in V. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. You, know, oh, the yeah, you, guys, about- you guys remember V, the original V? Mm-hmm. Well, and if you watch that show, like his shirt just keeps getting like deeper and deeper and wider and wider until it's like, dude, you can't rock that many buttons open. Like, who does that? <laughs> Is this lizard atmosphere <laughs> getting to you that you have to like pop open two buttons? <laughs> Maybe three? Like, who does three? Anyway. Speaking speaking of shirts, you never watch never gonna watch Miami Vice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was at a, an outdoor concert maybe three weeks ago or so, and you know how everybody, if you're really into a band or an era, like sometimes when you're a kid, you'll dress up like that, or like you know you might rock some John Lennon glasses or something. Sure, if you're into the mm-hmm. Beatles. I, I, I bleached my head white when I was in high school. Right, right. So this kid was probably why white. Uh, ahead, I was a huge fan of. Um, 311 and Nick Hexum had yeah. okay. bleach, bleach, bleach white right. hair. So this kid, I, I want to say was probably 17, 16 or 17. And I was sitting there on the grass listening to a band and this guy walks up and he's wearing bell bottoms shirt, like a silk shirt with a um, embroidery on it. No buttons whatsoever, all the way down to uh, the top of his pants curly curly long blonde hair and i just wanted to look at him so bad and be like what up robert because he looked exactly like robert plant and i was just like (laughs) it was a dead ringer you know but it was just (laughs) yeah exactly like come to the land where the ice and snow (laughs) i just wanted to go like man you got some balls (laughs) to come out looking that's awesome you know we were i hate to keep going back to this game but whatever happened to tubs from miami vice Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. he, 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 he was going. He was going to. He was going to do. He said he was going to win an Emmy, an Oscar, a Tony, and a Grammy. He said that. He said that. Wow, that's some bold. And I don't think he won any of them. Oh. I, I, don't, I don't even know what he's doing. Tubes, tubes. <laughs> huh. Well, if you give uh, me just a second, I'm just going to type in tubs and see what happens. Tubs. <laughs> um, 
So Tubbs played by uh, Philip Michael Thomas. That's right. Oh, okay. Um, he was I'm Tubbs. All I'm 111 true. episodes. Um, dun, 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 let's dun, see. Dun. He hasn't done uh, really anything. Uh, he oh. was in a you know, voice in the Grand Theft Auto Vice Stories game, which uh, for all you out there keeping score, that's a game that nobody oh, yeah. bought. Well, is, um, is there is there a video game award for doing a voice? Can you get a video? Yeah, there's tons of them. Did you say oh, Vice so City? Everybody bought. Oh no, he was in Vice City. Uh, he, was, he was in Vice City Stories and Vice City. So yeah, he was. He played yeah. uh, Lance Vance in Amer- uh, Grand Theft Auto. He played uh, Tom's brother, Tubbs. <laughs> um, he was on his comeback. He was like, "I'm gonna win one of those video game awards." Yeah, I told you. And, and then I'm like, like he 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 album. literally did not do anything. Um, so. Miami Vice ended in 1990, and um, he was he played a bunch of bit roles in a bunch of TV shows with nothing really big. And then, um, sorry, dude, you didn't. He win was like, awards. Well, he was he he was he could have been all 111 because the original. Wait, what? What? Time? He was he was Jimmy Smith was uh, uh, uh what's his name uh, what's the guy the lead guy at uh, um, Don Johnson. He was his lead character. He was his partner. Yeah. So he dies. He gets blown up or something. Well, he's credited for 111 episodes. Same well, then he was doing. Then he was doing. He. I don't. He. I don't think he was. I. I could be wrong, but in the first. The first episode, I think Jimmy Smiths is the one because he's in everything. Jimmy Smiths in everything. Yeah. Speaking uh, of 80s shows, have you guys seen they're rebooting uh, Magnum PI? Yeah. No. And yeah. yeah, and like I'm already like this is gonna make it like three episodes and gone. I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna watch it because I have to. Wait, yeah. who who's gonna be Magnum PI? I mean, the guy that looks like he looks nothing like nothing. He has to look like Tom Selleck, but he just doesn't look like he has that swagger that you know, or whatever you want to call it. That, now, that Tom, the, Tom Selleck Higgins had. Higgins is being played by a female. I didn't know that. Oh my god, they're really yeah. doing this. What? Yeah. Julian Higgins. Is, That's funny. Well, I mean, I guess they're, they're trying to take the Battlestar Galactica approach. Jay so. Hernandez. Okay. Yeah. Remember James Almost was in Miami Vice. So I used to a great impression <laughs> yeah, of his sure. character yeah. in, uh, in in Miami Vice. I, I it was no, a great. <laughs> there's no connection between Miami Vice and Magnum and Guy, but I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping genres so much now that I feel like Doctor. Well, actually, there there is a connection between Miami Vice and Magnum PI. Oh, okay. Tor- you know how Miami Vice did a lot of music, like they were the music video. Sure, yeah. Show the towards the end of my uh, Magna PI, they were doing the same thing in a lot of episodes. So there's your connection. Sure. They would just play music and show a scene. They didn't have dialogue; it was music. So I'm not saying Magna PI was ripping off Miami Vice. They should. But Magna PI was ripping PI off Miami Vice as as a female and have it be his daughter or something. You know. Connect yeah, which would make series. which would make more sense. Yeah, you know. So, but it I, would be I, weird I, though if, if if she like worked for somebody and it was like a like, hey, I'm I'm the master of this house and you have to live here. I always wanted I always wanted that house, oh, Robin's yeah. Nest, mm-hmm. right on the beach. Oh, come on, man! But Don't I didn't want to deal with the guy and the dogs. Like every time he was around, I was like, come on, dude, like back off. Higgins. Yeah, I know Higgins. Higgins. Yeah. But not the, not the I mean, I, I grew to love Higgins. I, I went through a Miami or a Magnum oh my PI, god! Uh, I went through a Magnum PI like rewatch one time. You know, when you're taking care of your kids and you're just like, man, there's nothing on TV. Now, how did it hold up though? What's that? How did it I hold still, up? 
I still like it. I I like I enjoyed actually some of the episodes that I was watching because I, I kept coming back to it because it was just something that was on TV at a certain time of day. I always I always wanted to live in Robin's Nest and I always wanted a Ferrari. I didn't hear the entire series though. It wasn't like oh well. It's just I, I know I've talked about this before on probably Married Man forever ago, but like you know, uh, my dad loved Taxi, you know, and everybody loved Taxi back then. But we, when when you know when DVDs started, you know, when shows started getting put out, like in the early two thousands, back on you know every show came out on DVD, and we bought season one and two of Taxi to watch, and you know, there's a few episodes where like oh yeah, that's still good, and then most of them were kind of like. Why did people like this? Because <laughs> it just—it just. It just what didn't do you do yeah, that's when you come to your light? Slow down. Yeah, like no, what, what does y'all like? Me? What does y'all like? How will y'all like me? Okay. What is that's that's the funniest thing? Like in season one or two, whenever that is. But that's that's one of the funniest ones is is uh, Christopher Lloyd just doing that. What does y'all like mean? Slow and down. Tom, and Tom Selleck is on Taxi. Oh, on a couple episodes of Taxi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he he, he hits on a lane. So Magnum PI, it looks like is is filming alongside um, Hawaii Five O. Makes sense. Oh, okay. I wonder if there'll be a crossover. Maybe. I smell a crossover. <laughs> One of my favorite things about Taxi was when they ended it, and it was like, "Good night, good night, Mr. Walters," or something. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let Danny oh, Vito. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. At the very end of the show, it was like the little stinger that they had at the, at the end of the show. So. Oh, be right back. I was trying to figure out what BRB was. Oh. <laughs> I think our taxi talk drove him away. I've, I know I've mentioned this on, on a podcast. Do, 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 do. Five, ten, nine, nine years. Uh, that you're dumping me? <laughs> no, I'm not dumping you. No, but we talked about taxi, and, and uh, I think we talked about the, um, the gym episode where you get to see a flashback of him in college, and he's really straight-laced. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yep. like... These he like these guys come in and they're like you have a joint or something and, and he's like, No, I don't want to smoke grass. Then he has <laughs> okay. And then he has like one toke. <laughs> and he's That's never it. the same. Yeah, he's never the same. Um, was it it was it was Jim that got uh he got uh, addicted to Pac-Man. Oh right? huh. and Dan and, and uh Louis De Palma played him his paycheck in quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Here <That> you go. <laughs> I just imagine them advertising it on, on CBS or whatever, you know, tonight on a very special taxi. <laughs> Jim's addiction to video games. <laughs> we gotta I gotta get kids a I gotta get this. Yeah. Gotta teach these kids a lesson somehow. <laughs> oh man. So but so yeah. Tub. Yeah, I don't, so you guys are I'm the only one's gonna watch Magnum PI? Probably. Probably, yeah. Not. Well, there's I'll so give many, it a, I mean, heck, there's so many shows now that are brand new that I still need to catch up on. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially with Netflix and now regular network TV. And I mean, it's how do you stay up with all of it? So, and someone told me I should be watching The Sinner. The Sinner? Is that what it is? I never saw it. I know, I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. I'm watching the no, fifth I, season of The 100. On I think Netflix they said now. that you're a sinner because you watch so much, is what they wrote to you. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, do. I don't. I don't. I don't watch that much TV anymore. Now that uh, Chris is back, did you guys want to do verses? Let's do it. Oh yes. Do you want, now, do you guys want to do what I brought up last week that we decided to wait till Chris got back, or do you want to do the, what we talked okay. about at the very beginning? So either John Hughes, John Hughes, or the Chris. one I proposed last week. What, was, what did you propose last week? 
So we vote Chris off the podcast. Yeah, that's ah. it. <laughs> He'll come in fourth, like always. Uh, it was a, okay. So the premise. Okay, so product. I don't give away too much of it, Chris. But okay, the, this verse is the one that I wanted to do. Was you're allowed to eat for the rest of your life any vegetable, any fruit, anything you want, but you're only allowed to eat one animal and everything that comes from that animal the rest of your life. So you can only choose one animal. Chicken. So, so chicken, beef, fish, fish, pig, bees, centipede. Down. Yeah. Bees. Insects. Yeah. <laughs> so you get their honey. For an, exa- for an example, like if you choose chicken, you get eggs. And what comes from eggs? A lot of baked goods. Hmm. So you can never have any baked goods ever. Yeah, like anything that comes with anything that requires eggs in its recipe, you can no longer have. So, so if I pick a cow, if you, if you choose a cow, if you choose a cow, then you can never have like a cake again unless it has unless it's egg free cake. Maybe it's just this, a steak, steak, steak too, cake. You have the cow. Wait, no, I guess you could get the milk and then you could get the cheese. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right. How do you make a cake without milk? <laughs> I was gonna say you're going down the route of. I just want to make a hamburger when you get the milk for free. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, interesting. So, or, or we can do, do the John Hughes. Hughes. Or we can do John Hughes films. Let's go, John Hughes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chris, Chris doesn't want any thinking involved. Yeah. I was told there'd be no math on this. I was told there'd be no math. It's just um, who would eat bees though? I now I gotta know. look up John Hughes films. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. So someone pick the order. Okay, um, Eni. <laughs> Somebody pick the order. I'm thinking of a number between five and five. Uh, three. Jack's going first. I I don't want to go first. Oh, okay. All right. I, it's too tough. I'm, All right. Question. Clarification. Sure. Are we talking about ja- uh, John Hughes written movies? I would say John Any- Hughes written movies. Yes. No, I say anything he's involved in it. No, nah, that's Whoa. not fair. Mm. Well, how do I know what I don't know which movies he wrote? Is there a list? I mean, literally, this entire show has been powered by IMDb. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It seems only fair that we finish. Let me go on there right now. Let's see here. Just remember, there's an H after. It's not John Huge. Well, that's what his wife. That would be that would be the normal movies that Jack watches. I thought your name was John Hugs. So how um, do I? All right, let's see. Oh, writer, got it. So written movies by writer, yeah. Vacation. Oh my gosh, this is hard. Yeah. I know, right? There's uh, Beethoven's Fifth. There's Beethoven's Third. I mean, who doesn't love <laughs> Made in Manhattan? One hundred and one Dalmatians. Um, Flubber. Oh, he wrote Mr. Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mr. Mom. I, that's, yeah. that's Jay's pick. He can't pick Jay's pick. <laughs> oh, some kind of wonderful. No, he, Jay's pick was Mr. Mama's Boy. Yeah, uh, I know which one I'm going to pick if I can if I get my first choice. The TV series Delta House. I won't win. But All I right, hope. Delta House. Delta House was terrible because after Animal House came out, there was like 15. Oh, each each network, ABC, NBC, and CBS, all decided to do a a spinoff of it, and all three were terrible. Well, technically, he, was, he didn't he was write writer for four episodes. Technically, he didn't write Vacation because um, it's a he was a based off a short story he wrote in college. 
Well, well, still, it's, I mean, it's people ransack, you know, William Shakespeare. It was based off of Vacation 58. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so who's going first? Well, we got to we, we do, do the dice. I don't have any dice. Doesn't, doesn't uh, Matt use the I, dice? I, I can go look to find some dice. Do you have any paper? Uh, I've got the app. Right all right, paper. But I all right so. All right, here we go. The, who's this for first? Uh, we're going to roll uh, for you, Jack. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna hit this here. One. We're going for button. I got twelve. Wow. I win. You've got <laughs> ten. Ten. So ten. Oh, I thought ten. six and six was added up to twelve. But that's six and four. Ten. Six and four is up. It adds up to ten. Still got it adds, one. It had six six first there. So. Okay. Well, that's the starting mm. part. I'm not complaining. All right, Matt, you are next. Ready? Yep. Um. Hold on. Don't pull a jack. Five for Matt. Um, Five for Matt. Hey, by the way, um, vacation counts, right? Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, not it. Woohoo! <laughs> Nick got twelve. That's, that's a bunch. Nick. I have. I, I almost swore. So vacation Seven. counts, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have seven. So vacation counts, right? So the order is Nick, vacation, me. Wait, no, I don't. I don't go. It goes Nick, you, and then no. Oh. I, I, it was a joke there. Oh, okay, I see. I see. I'm, so, I'm sorry. You're you're, you're not used to humor. You're on, you're another podcast now. I'm pretty slow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, let's see. So it's it's Nick, Jack, Chris, and <gasps> Maddie Matt. I didn't know he wrote Dutch. I love Dutch. I know, right? This guy, this guy, this guy is. Heart. This I guy. Know, is a, nobody knows Dutch though. Only like a handful of people I know know Dutch. I love that. Movie. I I know Dutch when I go out for dinner with someone. But you said the great outdoors earlier, so I feel like you need to stick with your true pick of the great outdoors. Flubber, Matt, there's Matt, flubbers Matt, out there. Do you, do you really want vacation? No, no, it doesn't make me any difference. You can pick whatever you want. But I will just have you know that at one point in time, I was putting together a top 10 summer movie. <laughs> and The Great Outdoors was on there. The Great Outdoors is a great movie. Actually, yeah. if I'm looking at all these, though, now that I'm thinking about them in order, I love Vacation, but it actually is not my favorite John Hughes film. Um, and I, I, am more, I am true to what I think is my favorite. All right. So I will not so, choose vacation. I know I will lose. I know that everyone out there will go, Nick, you are crazy for not I'm being totally vacation. gonna lose. I am totally yeah. going to lose, and I don't care. Well, you know, I'm already I'm already hearing it now. I can't believe you guys didn't pick this movie, even people that didn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, here, we'll here's a this. preemptive shut up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, I love a lot, actually most actually almost all of these movies. Yeah. Um, but even Christmas vacation. I actually watch more than Vacation because it's just. Of course a, you do. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Because it's awesome. Oh, um, doesn't have Christy Brinkley, it, though. It actually Hello, one everybody. I came to a, a crazy realization the other day. I never thought about this. But Holiday Road, which I love that song. Mm -hmm. I love that song from the movie. Yeah. Lindsay I Buckingham. Had no idea that it was Lindsay Buckingham. What? Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I had no idea huh. until very recently. And I was like, oh, mind blown. Lindsey Buckingham. Ah, 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 Holiday Road. Ah, 
I do that every every time I get on a plane. My sister is afraid to fly. Every single time I get on a plane, just before they say, you know, please turn off your cell phones. I that's all I write to her. I wrote I write Holiday Road, and mm. just just to say I'm that's how she knows I'm taking off. And it's just an inside family kind of thing. Like, and she always thinks that's hilarious. Every time every time I've flown, every single time I've flown, I say, "Is there a movie on this flight?" <laughs> a movie. <laughs> a movie. Okay. That's that's from, that's from Stripes. My daughter watches. She goes, "That's where you got that from." I go, "Yes." We should not delay any longer. Okay. All right. So, Chris, I'm not Chris. Uh, I know. I know. I know. I'm going to lose. But of all, I mean, even though of all the films that I've watched the most, Christmas Vacation is by far the one I've watched, watched the most, and I watch every year of my life. I think that one for didn't it win Christmas yeah. Vacation win uh, the holiday movie thing? I did. It did. Yeah. But the okay. one that I'm going to pick, because it's the one that I love to watch, like when I see it on, I will stop and watch it, is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Ah, you son That's the one that I'm going to pick, because I love Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's just a classic. Ah, that was my pick. Yeah, that was my pick. <laughs> that was my pick. Without question, that was, that was my pick. I said, there's, it's, it's, well, it's not anymore. I love yeah. everything about that movie. It's so that, good. It's so it's, good. It, it's 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 one of the top two or three comedy movies ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, th- thanks, Nick. Right. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to win, but I took the movie that three people wanted. Where's, 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 your, where's your hand? Between two pillows. <laughs> those are two pillows. Those are two pillows. How about those beers? Oh, yeah. I, I still, I still use the phrase. I still use a phrase with my, my wife, which he says, hey, we're a good team. <laughs> I, I love the scene where he has the washcloth to dry off his entire body. Right? Like, to me, that visual, like every time I'm in a hotel, okay, room, here's, 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 here's the problem I have with it. Scene. It's hilarious because, you know, Candy has destroyed the whole thing. Yeah. But didn't Steve Martin see the bathroom when he walked in? <laughs> right. So, no, fair enough. That, I mean, that's, that's on him. I always look because of this movie. I always look to see, hey, is there a towel for me to dry off? <laughs> you've never, I, I, you've never shared a room with Cliff, or or warm taffy. <laughs> Taff, taffy did that to me. I go, I go, dude, why would you use four towels when there's yeah. two of us in here? Yeah, huh? I go, you needed four towels to dry yourself off. Three of them I just were, were used on my my underarms and my yeah. Closets, but, oh yeah, every year at Comic Con, Matt. Just so you know. It's Jana, me, and Cliff share a room. Usually, you know, you get three to four towels per room. Cliff takes two showers a day. He will use every single one of them on the first go. Wow! So Jana will all and I will always hunt for a a room a, 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 a cart, and we will steal yeah. every single towel. <laughs> and he doesn't. He's oblivious to it. That's what's so funny about. It. It's like what. Like, how many times do we have to yell at you? Don't use all the freaking towels. <laughs> Man, this sucks. I mean, I really all don't right. know what to pick. Jack, what are you going to pick? You're on the clock. I could, I, I could go for the win and just pick Home Alone. Oh, you think that's the win? Okay. Because I think Planes and Trains and Automobiles is, is probably the front runner right now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But I, I got to go, go, go with a movie that if I know it's on. God, that's pretty in pink I like. Breakfast Club. Dennis the Mister, Mister Mom, and ah, Dennis Mess was all right. Um, National Lampoon Vacation, which is hilarious. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's a solid. Screw you, Jack. 
I'll, 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 the horse you rode in on. Okay. <laughs> I think I see my house. I think I see my dad. <laughs> Would you like a gummy bear? They're nice my, and warm. It's in my pocket. Uh-huh. And, and that actor shouldn't been sitting next to any child. And by the way, that was in the <laughs> yes, that was in the credit roll. So yeah. that wasn't yeah. even like the. Um, that's, true. Like, um, that's that was that was one of the. I think we talked about this one time too. Like at the very end of Deadpool, you know, that was a Ferris Bueller shout out, and so many people out there were like, I didn't get that last scene. He just like looks back and goes, Achoo, I'm like, yeah. freaking Ferris Bueller. Hey, bada bada bada. Hey, bada 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 bada. All right, candidate. Let okay. my Cameron go. <laughs> oh my God, I I want to pick this movie, but I know it's not his best. So I'm I'm torn. Do I do it? Go ahead and pick no. Breakfast Club. No, I'm not picking Breakfast Club. Okay. It would win. It will win, but it's not my I favorite. I mean, this is this isn't. I'm not. You sound like my grandson. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. <laughs> but that, I'm here to pick what I love. I, I'm not here to pick the winner necessarily. Um, damn it. There's so many good ones, you know, and, and as somebody that's going to pick last, I'm going to, I'm going to pick for you, the listener. No, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> um, just campaigning oh, while you're thinking. You know? there, there, the, the thing is, there are still some really good contenders oh, out there. Oh, pretty in pink. All um, right. I, I, I am going to go. With, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck, Uncle Buck is hilarious. I picked Uncle Buck. Uncle I am going Buck. to okay. have a, uh, a connection to your pick. Nick, okay. Um, my connection to planes, trains, and automobiles has not only character connections but set connections and locations. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at um, what's his name? <clears throat> um, what's it, not John Candy's, um, but um, Martin. Uh, what's what's his what's his character's name in Planes, Trains, Automobiles? I can't even think of his name. Uncle Buck. What? No, Steve Martin's character in Plane Trains. Oh, sorry. Mr. I'm on, Tight. I'm on a completely <laughs> So anyways, so Steve Martin's um, home in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the same home in which not only does John Candy and the Kenosha Kickers drop off Kevin McAllister's mom to, um, but it's the same home that holds the entire McAllister clan from home alone. Someone's going for the win. <clears throat> I absolutely love the movie Home Alone. I remember, I remember seeing Home Alone in the theater um, with my buddy Darren. Uh, I'll, I, I remember it like as if it was yesterday. Um, phenomenal flick. It has one of not not only is it a fun movie that I probably know every line to, I know every mistake that's in the movie. Um, but at the same time, it also has an incredible soundtrack. It's actually, in my opinion, one of the better Christmas music albums available. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocking around, yeah. It, it just tree. that movie. That movie. And here's the thing with, with Home Alone. And and I could be wrong. Someone's probably gonna be able to correct me in the, in the either in the on the Facebook page or in if he in our in our in our rebuttal. Or if you want to um, call us on the show and give us feedback, like. It was a very unique, <laughs> unique movie. Like there was no movie like it, right? There, there, it was. It was probably it, it was of of the time, and this is very John John Hughes. Like he had original stuff. He did. 
are we going to have a are we going to have a critic are we going to have a chance to rebuttal it yeah we will we absolutely will um and it it partnered up in a a couple things so it partnered up some really great comedy and it also gave a face to kevin arnold's voice that's it talk about someone didn't age well I know. You know, I I, I, I I saw an Easter egg that I had. Well, not an Easter egg. It's a detail that's it's it's shot so fast that you don't see it. And it's like, how did the McAllisters forget about Kevin? You know, and it's when the scene where they spill the milk, the tickets, the airline tickets yeah, are they, on the counter, and all the there. napkins get you know to soak up the milk they actually pick up kevin's ticket and throw it in the trash and mm-hmm. i never saw that ever until it was like on just facebook when they slowed it down to show that there's kevin's ticket going in the trash i was like i never saw that the the one scene in that movie that always gets me like and i don't understand why they put it in there but it's when uh, kevin is home alone <laughs> 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 He's setting up the Christmas tree in the honor of his family that he wishes that was there. And he's ha- hanging up the ornaments. And it's a really cool shot. I mean, he's hanging up the ornaments. I think it's a star ornament or a, a very reflective ornament. Mm-hmm. And in the reflection in the ornament, he sees yeah, Joe, Pesci. Um, yeah. Joe Pesci. And very cleverly, to try and, and, and pull the wool over his eyes, he says, hey, mom, dad, blah, 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 blah. And like, it was wasted because Joe Pesci's like, ha he's by himself. It's like, why? Like, why put that scene in there when it was actually such a clever way to try and make him think there's someone there, but he immediately brushed it off like the kid had no credibility. I mm. never understood that. It was just a weird throwout scene. I mean, I think it's because Joe Pesci already knew he was by himself. Yeah. And uh, and then the way that he says, you know, it's like, hey, dad, can you help me? And then dad, can you help? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's so quiet, like nothing, you know, because normally you would hear some kind of racket or like in a minute or something like that, but nothing happens. So I think it might have just confirmed to Joe yep. Pesci that he's by himself. So there's my pick. That's Home Alone. And, and who was the other? Who was the, uh, what was the other guy's actor? Daniel name? Stern. Yeah. Daniel Stern, who was the voice of in, Kevin uh, Arnold's uh, conscience in The Wonder Years. There you go. Huh. I mean, he's been lots of stuff too. Mm-hmm. All right. that movie, uh, Big Blue Thunder, Silly City Slickers, City Slickers. I've, yeah, I've I go with Blue Thunder. I've I've let uh, you guys talk long enough, and I've I've been looking over the picks. You know, I mean, to say that there's a bottom of this barrel is is to leave out so many good movies, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, easily yeah. I could easily go, you know, vacation. It was going to be like top up there on my summer summer movies list, which would make it pretty obvious. But uh, uh, wait, before you go on, another good movie people should watch is "She's Having My Baby." Mm-hmm. Kevin yes. Bacon, Elizabeth Montgomery. No, Elizabeth. Uh, well, there's so many. Like, I mean, things. Uh, the ones we haven't even talked about yet. Great Outdoors, Montgomery. Weird Science. Well, uh, before we go over more, we have to wait. We have to hear out. Okay, sorry. On, on Matt's yeah, pick. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Keep talking. That's okay. <laughs> he, is, I, he is a broadcast i was i was going to mention some kind of wonderful that was a movie that i watched as a young person that i watched and it was it really kind of hit me like what was going on with these people's lives it was very serious and i um i don't know it just it drew me in and in a way that uh seemed more like uh, an adult emotional kind of movie but i'm not going to pick that movie i could easily pick pretty in pink uh or um even even sixteen candles, like I'm I'm really torn on these. <laughs> sixteen, I'm, I know I like the movie. I'm I'm laughing at it. Yeah, I mean, 
but I'm going to go with what we've pretty much already talked about. I, to avoid it, it just, I don't know. It's got one of the highest ratings uh, on IMDb, as I've been checking your guys' scores against this one, but The Breakfast Club. So it's got my, Molly Ringwall. It has uh, Judd Nelson, of course, Emilio Estevez. What happened, what happened to Judd so, Nelson? He's still around. I know, but still- you... We already passed that segment, Jack. Uh, not only does it not only does it have not only does it have like meaningful connections between these these kids, you know, that are stuck together, but also even the adults having that connection that, that goes on later in the movie. So um I don't know. It's it's a very <laughs> what was that you for? Can, that's what you can see what Nick was doing when I released the video. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, it uh it holds up there still, I think. You know, I, I may have been a little I I think it holds up. But it's 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 deeper than some of his other movies that, that deal with teen drama that might keep it a little bit more lighter. It's definitely <clears> layers. <throat> it's definitely layers yeah. for sure. <laughs> I always wanted like every time I watch uh that movie, I always want to know the punchline to the joke that Judd Nelson's telling when he's walking in the, the scaffolding and he's like, you know, guy walks into a bar. Yeah, with a poodle under one arm and a 12-inch salami under the other. The bartender says, I suppose you want a drink. And he's like, whatever. And then, it's like, and then he falls through. He's like, oh, shit. And then you never hear the punchline. You're like, I want to know what the joke is. But that's just me. If you were cool at the time, you'd know. Yeah, he didn't do so. – John Hughes didn't do San, San Almost Fire, did he? No. No. Okay. Same group of actors, though. Yeah. I mean, same – Brad Pack. so many so – many- careers i mean even with 16 candles and uh pretty in pink i mean um john crier you know um uh, what's his name what's uh, the guy that's i didn't he's bald now but a great actor um he was in uh, boston legal and and uh oh what's, what's that guy name? yeah you know who i'm talking about john cusack <laughs> Not no, John, Cusack, Cusack, no. not John Cusack. I, I, but, um, but also John Cusack was was in. Um, I was really torn. I really wanted to pick Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles, but uh, I'm, you went I'm, for the you went for the yeah. win. I'm I'm going for the Breakfast Club. I think it it holds up amongst those those two, uh, just a little bit better. So, but yeah, I was reading I was reading in there uh, the other day on those you know stupid Facebook things that uh, that uh, she was originally supposed to end up with Ducky, and uh, um, really. Yeah, and but like they changed it at the last minute because they just thought it was unrealistic, which started the whole friend zone thing. <laughs> that doesn't exist. That doesn't um, exist. Yeah. Wait, what's the actors that we have figured out that actor? No, but Chris figured out the punchline to the joke. <laughs> yeah, I googled it. So. Oh, really? Is that the, okay? <laughs> uh, so, in, in in fairness, in fairness, uh, so apparently, um, the what, what I just pasted into our text which i'm definitely not going to read um was there's a a thread on reddit asking people to come up with the end uh of the joke um one person suggested this is the end of the pun um but apparently um (laughs) according to this article that i'm reading um originally the writers wanted a joke that ended with the punchline forgot my pencil which is what bender tells the group is his reason for coming back but no one could think of a joke that with that punchline so bender ad-libbed the joke um, with a naked blonde instead. Hmm. Ah, I'm gonna go Bender. Nice. Hmm. I I like yep. your ja- James Spader. Oh, James Spader. Yeah, of course. How do we? Uh, that's another one. People because people last week were yelling. Uh, 
Chuck Woolery at us. So this week's going to be James Spader. How do you forget him? I think there's going to be a lot of names that people are going to. James Spader is one of those actors, too, that really changed a lot from his 20s to adulthood because you look how skinny he is in the 80s. And I don't he, know always if played the, he always played the preppy. Yeah, he's a preppy, annoying little idiot. Jerk. You know, because you look at yeah. him in a mannequin and uh, and everything. And then all of a sudden he gets to – yeah. but like And then like Stargate's probably the last one where he was still fairly oh, thin. Sure. Yep. And then, but then after that, like he gets like that, the man head, where it's just meat and <laughs> Right. Now. Yeah, he totally gets man head. Yeah. yeah. All right. Head. So you got the breakfast club. <laughs> All right. So I got manhead. <laughs> comments uh, can make comments, I guess. All right. So uh, Nick, you go first. Uh, oh, uh, okay. You, you got you got tear apart the other movies here, and so who's the next pick? Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah. so you got Jack's pick, which is Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is uh, it's it, it's it's a good move, but it's a good movie, but you know. Think about it. It's a sociopath movie. If you like that movie, you're probably a little mentally unstable because and I mean, I'm telling you right now, that's all our listeners. It's mm. true. Um, yeah, I mean, you got you definitely got CJ on your side, Jack. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, he lies to his parents. He lies to the school. He lies to his best friend. He lies to his girlfriend. He does whatever he wants. Breaks the law. He's driving without a license. You know, well, he was trying to make a nice day for everybody. Identity, identity fraud. You know. Abe Froben. Abe Froben, exactly. The sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> um, snooty, snotty. Uh, <laughs> well, see, so we're I'm all just, laughing. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, you got Boston's pick, which was, remind me. Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. You know, it's just, <laughs> uh, it's typical. You know, if you, if you think about, you know, a psychopathic kid who you know, gets pleasure out of, torturing two guys who are just trying to make a buck for themselves. Uh, you know, they weren't hurting anybody. They were the wet bandits. They just were having fun. Uh, and, you know, they yeah, they might be simpletons, but they weren't hurting anybody. And that little crazy kid burned them, put nails to their foot, smashed their iron. face with an iron. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's just. Yeah. Paint cans. John Hughes was a sick man. <laughs> uh, then you got a uh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Yeah, you, I mean, once again, yeah, you've got a uh, six, six or seven, six, or is it five? It's five individuals, and what are they doing? They're in detention, and why are they in detention? Because they're misfits. They're all misunderstood, and they don't learn their lesson. Yeah, they might have a bond at the end; they understand each other, but still. And they, you they you, yourself two more weeks, sir. Yeah, exactly. They're humiliating the one guy who's trying to help them, the guy who's supervising the detention, and they're just constantly yelling, you want another one, kid? You got it. You Stop. Know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can get I, – I understand why Matt likes this film because it's the one film where it actually shows – Art. art being created <laughs> in this film. And Matt's a big fan of putting dandruff or snowflakes on his personal art. His kids can't use poop, but dandruff is okay. Yeah, dandruff, perfectly acceptable as an art form. Uh, well, it also, it also, oh no, go ahead. Yeah, no. And it's also well, his favorite Christmas gift is given too. Smoke up, Jenny. <laughs> I got a carton of cigarettes. My old man grabbed me and said, "Hey, smoke them up, Johnny." Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Keep keep trashing my movie. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I do like Amelia Estevez doing the thing with his sweater. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. <laughs> I I don't know why, but I I always remember that scene and hmm. it's just uh, you know it's a great thing. Okay. Anyway. All right. So let's look at these films. Oh no, it's Jack's okay. turn to go. It's my oh, turn. It's, it's, I'm sorry. Uh, Nick had planes, trains, automobiles. A lot of flaws in that movie. Again, like I pointed out, there's no way Steve Martin goes into that bathroom with it messy like that without knowing. I mean, he got to do a better job with his credit card. He knows John Candy's a, you know, hey, come on. So it, it's a good, it's a good movie. Is it a great movie? Yeah, probably. But I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's like, I, I can't say that. Uh, Chris had Home Alone. I, I don't know if I can watch a movie that, 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 that it shows that it's okay to leave your kid, abandon your kid like it did. I mean, they just go, they just go trip to Europe and say, screw their kid. I mean, is that okay by today's standards? Family services. They would be. Yeah, he would be in. He'd be in social. Uh, social services by now, wouldn't he? Be in foster care. Yeah. Because they left their kid home alone. I know. It's right there. So I. I, I, I <laughs> and, and we're okay, we're okay laughing at that, and celebrating that at Christmas. That you left your kid home alone. Come on now, that's just crazy. And Breakfast Club. It, it's got some stuff that. It's you know it's kind of sexist in some ways and stuff like that. So I don't I don't think by today's standards I can watch a movie like that. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I can okay a movie like that. So well, yeah, plus it, it, things well when Bender goes under the table and uh, oh, oh sure yeah. come on that's that's just not right. That's just not right. And uh, so yeah, I got, time I, period. Plus Breakfast Club doesn't hold up. And so there you go. I'm done. <laughs> Chris. So planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, how can I dump on my original pick? Um, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> right? What do you say about that movie? <laughs> Man, the Technicolor. <laughs> he, ta- he takes off. He takes off his socks. <laughs> Like that, that the Technicolor transfer onto the DVD was just so poorly executed. They never uh, made a video game out of it. They never made a video game out of it. Um, true. Um, the soundtrack is only available on cassette, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, shoot. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Home Alone, obviously awesome. That's my, my pick. Uh, Jack, what was your pick? Uh, Ferris Bueller's oh, Day Ferris Off. Bueller. Ferris Bueller. 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 Um, so why is Ferris Bueller a terrible movie? Um, to, 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 to not push my movie here, but every time I send Jay a text and he doesn't answer, I say Bueller, Bueller, until he answers. You'll have you your go. time to talk later, Jack. It's, so, it's, it's Boston's turn. This is this is this is a this is a terrible versus. <laughs> and there's gonna be still people bitching that we didn't pick one of them. I know. Oh. And and again, preemptive shut up. Um <laughs> the Cubs are terrible. And you know, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, people from Chicago. Um, just lost God's vote. Yeah, they did just win the World Series. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> what's the What's the score? 
Nothing or nothing. Who's winning? The Bears. <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of my favorite parts. It's excellent. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, so next, um, <laughs> video, which is Home Alone, which is great. Um, Breakfast Club. Bre- okay. Breakfast Club comes a little bit easier for me to oh, criticize. Okay, go ahead. Um, here's, here's, what, <laughs> here's my biggest beef with the Breakfast Club, right? So you have um, Ali Sheedy, right? Like, girl's crazy. Right. I mean, would you say she's probably well, she falls in love with a robot? Right. She's a little schizophrenic, you know, <laughs> um, like Johnny Five. she's she's absolutely <laughs> insane throughout the entire movie. Right? I think she's misunderstood until the last five minutes. So it's like as if this this morning of Saturday detention, like was a life altering event, which is actually the theme of the movie, which I think is BS. Like you don't change your mentality of of in your outlook on life based upon one morning in detention. She wore makeup and washed her hair, didn't she? In like the last five minutes, and all of a sudden, equally weird, like Emilio Estevez just turns into like this like this dude who's just got a thing for her. Well like, it's in this it's in the script. He didn't have a fair. choice. I get it. But it just doesn't make any sense, right? And 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 then let's look at the the original millennial, right? So the original millennial in with um with what's her name, um, Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald, like she was just like name me one person who actually liked her character. Nobody um, did. But, but Nobody she, did. But people but like you. Weren't, but you weren't supposed to like her. They were I all know. flawed in some way. Jack, Jack, I'm trying to play off like I don't like this movie. Um, okay. <laughs> please, just go with it for a second, okay? Um, yeah, I hated her. <laughs> all right. Obviously, you know, the criminal, the princess, the brain, and the athlete. The, what a, what a, like a cheesy concept for a character base. Um, but in fairness to the best man wins, I actually love all of these movies. <laughs> 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 I can't pick them apart other than the fact that I did mention before we even got into it versus I don't think the Breakfast Club lives like stands up to time. Um, however, I I do think that they are probably the quintessential movies that I grew up with, all of these movies. So may the best man win. <laughs> best person. Well, if you haven't seen any of these movies, watch. <laughs> Watch, watch them. Yeah. All right, Matt, your turn. Your turn to tear these movies apart. I see what you did there, Jack. All right, my turn to tear these apart. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, you know, it's really yeah. Okay, I think the problem is is that all of these movies are, are deal with misfits on some level, people that are misplaced in some way. So it, it is really hard to pick on the misfits. I I actually had to go. Wait, I don't know. My, Ferris Bueller's not a misfit. Yeah, but his sister is. And it's my time to rip them apart, okay. all right? And okay. I, what I did was I actually went on to IMDb and actually just looked for a one-star review because I can't come up with anything. <laughs> so I'm going to read this. It says, both Candy and Martin are actors that need good circumstances or co-stars to give their performances life. Unfortunately, neither of them has this ability to play this role for the other. As a result, this film is bland from beginning to end and repetitive moments of outright, of outright badness. Okay, so I, I think that for the record, for people in listening need to hear this. It says never, um, gets, to, never so gets to be fun. Let the record show that 
Matt is reading someone else's review. I can't. I can't break it down. <laughs> well, of, okay. Movie, hey, hey, right? can, we, can you? Who's this guy that wrote the review? It's S P U L Spool on M I M B D. You're a loser. You're completely wrong. I, I like. I like me. My here's my here's me. my review of Spool's review. <laughs> he, You're a loser. He ends it with a movie best forgotten. I won't even read the other one that dignifies making fun of uh, people going trying to to make it home for family. Because come on, what whatever, dude, you missed the point of the movie. So I can't I can't rip on planes, trains, and automobiles. What I can say about but, but Spool did. Yeah, Spool did. Yeah, good luck with you in life. Um, <laughs> Loser. I don't want to save you from an automobile accident. See what happens with you trying to get home for Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, we probably didn't have any family. I really have a hard time picking Pumpkin on Ferris Bueller's Day Off because honestly, I love that movie. I would have picked that number one, number five, number <laughs> ten. Yeah, I've watched that movie more than nine times. Nine times. <laughs> so. Uh, I can't. Oh, this I will say about it. Is it a prequel to Dirty Dancing? No, no, not a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it? Is the mom of Ferris actually the the daughter in Dirty Dancing? Like, could it be her story? Is the mom, the mom of Ferris Bueller, is on a soap opera that Guiding Light used to watch, and also in an episode of Magnum PI. I'm just trying to tie it together to Dirty Dancing somehow. <laughs> That's when Je Jennifer Grey had the same nose in Ferris Bueller and Dirty Dancing. She changed her nose. Yeah, uh, I think she took a misstep there. But yeah, I mean, I get it because she she thought of it as a flaw. But most people who have a unique thing like that, it, it's your identity in a way. And oh, I mean, she just became normal looking after that. And we well, talked about it with other actors, like even William Defoe on the show. Really. Mm -hmm, like right. His uniqueness made him stand out and be special. And but, I, but you know, but if, if if you're doing it to make uh, yourself, if that's what you feel you have to do to make yourself happy, then yeah. I'm not here to criticize I mean, you. Sure. Not everybody can. Might, might have sounded like it. No, yeah. I just I just <laughs> hope that uh, that it was made in male choices. But um, yeah. not everybody can be. She's, not she's can done be. nothing since Dirty Dancing, has she? No. But not everybody can be Steve Buscemi, you know, and get away on their looks. So. <laughs> he right, should have been the new Matt. He should have been the new Magnum. I got one more to criticize, and then we're done. I've got Home Alone, and come on, this led to a rise of of kids killing their parents, thinking that they were intruders. <laughs> led to a huge rise of of people. I mean, Jack's right. You know, it's in the title. The fact that it went to number one and stayed number one, it, it knocked Star Wars off the box office thing. I mean, that's that's enough to kick it to the curb. But you know, the the kids killing their parents, and then and then also parents just leaving their kids at home. They're like, I can go to the bar. The movies say Home Alone is okay. It's number one in America. You guys, so there you go. That's how my I'm going to kick Home Alone to the curb. Not to mention, it didn't help arachnophobia people. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yes. That oh, was terrible. Yeah. Arachnophobia, the movie? Yeah, no, no, the spider oh, tarantula. The spiders. Oh yeah. yeah. Gosh, you have to give me some extra cash for that one. But his scream though is it's so good. <laughs> so if you hate spiders, don't vote for Home Alone. If you if you hate the holidays, don't vote for those. Don't vote for planes, trains, and automobiles and Home Alone. I mean, come on, who cares about the holidays? 
Yeah, Go for where the heart is. Teenage angst in the 80s. Come on, you know you love it. This is what made Hughes Hughes. And, and, and let's be fair. Who didn't want to be Ferris Bueller? Come on. <laughs> he, couldn't even, he couldn't even sing his own songs. Say Ferris. <clears throat> anyway, that's our is, are we done? Are we gonna wrap that's the verses this week? And it'll be like it'd be like all you know, we don't we won't list the names. I'm just gonna list the uh, title of the movies. And we know ahead of time we didn't pick the movie you wanted. So Chris You gonna tell him to shut up ahead of time? Shut your Chris. Damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. I mean you look, you look at the list of John Hughes movies, we I could have picked seven or eight more. Oh yeah, easily. But these like are the said, like I said, it's even a crime that like Uncle Buck and Weird Science and so many other good ones didn't get Mr. Mom, Mr. Mom. Like Mr. I said, like I like Great Outdoors. You know, and it, it's still a good one. There's yeah. a lot of them. Well, you know, I was trying to pick something that had more more females as main, main lead. You know, as opposed to your male yeah. dominated movies. Well, yeah, we know. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> that's why you're the fifth broadcaster. Uh, I'm one in a million. <laughs> Not yet. Oh, okay. uh, so if you guys, hey, you you could probably get all these movies on Amazon, couldn't you? You, you can. Could. So you go to Amazon.com or just go to jandjack.com slash Amazon or just go to jandjack.com. <laughs> oh, but there's just, uh, I'm in the wrong thing. <laughs> jandjack.com. There's just do your Amazon. Click on that. Look up these movies. Watch them first before you make make. I think that's what you should do is watch them first. Go on Amazon, rent them. You can rent them on Amazon. Watch all four of them and then decide what you should. But use jandjack.com slash Amazon or whatever it is. Just go on jandjack.com. <laughs> it's Amazon.com slash jandjack for everyone who actually wants to play at home. There you go. Or just go on jandjack.com, which is easier for me to remember, and just click on. It looks like your normal page. And every little bit helps all these podcasters on, the, on this long podcasting list. Now that Matt's doing ten podcasts, I, I have not appeared on a broad broad podcast. You keep denying it. Um, like and also, animal. if you'd like to help us, you become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash jandjack or go to jandjack.com. Little buttons to become a patron. We're still looking for that get that five thousand mark, and you can find out what Chris has said the last or Nick said today, and Chris <laughs> said two weeks ago or two two episodes ago. Thousand uh, dollars, you'll get. We'll release what he said. We'll let you into the secret cabal. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's funny. But every little bit helps. It's pretty funny. It was anyway, funny. It was pretty good. Yeah. But we'd like to thank, uh, we thank all our patrons, but we're going to thank six patrons right now. Tack from Tokyo, Eckhart Richter Glaffler, Molly the Millennial, Ed the cre Creepy, what do you guys call him? The Creepy Letter Carrier, Matt? It's letter Carrier. Letter I just, Carrier. I just, think, I just think Letter Carrier. Let, let him be. Just let jo him be Joanne carrier. with the plan and... Maggie the Magnificent, thanks for doing and thanks for everyone what you do. And also, you can help us. Did we get a five star review last week? I begged for it. Oh, you can go to you can go to iTunes. It takes you seconds. You click on iTunes. You click on our show. So and you, you begged for it. Yeah, I did. I'm begging <laughs> for it. <laughs> but I said only a five star. I don't want no four star crap. There it is. Five yeah. star review. Let me read it. Okay. So on July 27, 2018, from 2009, Apple. That could easily be Chris. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, love listening to Jack, Chris, Nick, and Matt ramble on and on from across the states, North Carolina, Massachusetts, California, and Indiana. They cover movies, TV, Comic-Con, video games, sports, Mentos, back pain, products, and more. <laughs> it's fun and funny, and you should give it a try. 
in a five star review. So. There you go. Nice. That's what, Thank you. That's Thank you. See, you, and if you watch the video that I released later on, you can see smiles on all four podcasters' face. Well, yeah, and if you post a, a review, we'll we'll read it on the next podcast. Yeah, there you go. We won't play your calls or emails, but we'll we'll read your five yeah, star we'll review. Working on it. You know. <laughs> we want something snappy though. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Take us away, Nick, with your one and a half only hit song. My little song. No, you don't have to sing us out. Just Get your Terminator out. Play it. Play it, Nick. Get to the chopper. <laughs> all right, guys. Oslo And goodbye. Bye. Great show, guys. <laughs> one and a half. Bye.